In the morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, hello, and welcome to St. Mark and Bemidji's podcast. The content that you hear today runs upstream. Listening to its content won't make you rich, famous, or popular. What it does do is point to Jesus, to what he has done for us, and what that means to us. There's never a bad time to study God's word. The sun is setting. Soon night will come when no one will be able to work. This is the perfect time to think on what God wants us to know about life, the afterlife, and everything in between. Thanks for stopping in today. So I must apologize for missing Monday's podcast. One of the problems of being a one-man operation is that when life happens, the podcast pauses. But until I win the lottery, and that assumes that I'm even playing it in the first place, it means that from time to time, I might miss a day. I hope you'll continue to bear with me. Today we're going to do something a little different. One of our church members, Jim Gildersleeve, recently went on to eternity with Jesus. One of the things that's great about a Christian death is that it's one of the very best opportunities that one will ever have to tell others about the love of Jesus. Many different people from many different walks of life will step foot into a church that never would otherwise. So, today we'll listen to the sermon from Jim's funeral. And before you hit skip on your podcast app, Remember that a Christian funeral is a time for joy, of celebration. This isn't going to be some depressing message, because in the end, it's not about Jim. We'll see him again. No, it's about Jesus and what he did for not just Jim, but for you. This message is for you. So without further ado, let's get into today's devotion. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. When I met with Marjorie to talk about today, one of the first things that she showed me was this unassuming little copy of the Bible. And it hit me how powerful a testament to the faith in his Savior that Jim had looking at this book. Because if you notice, the edges are stained. That's not not from the factory. Um, But maybe you can kind of see it if I hold it up a little bit. Those pages are stained with blood. This is the copy of the Bible that Jim kept on him as he was a medic and he was serving our country. And I don't know if that blood is from one particular incident or it's from the course of years. I I don't really know. Uh, Even his daughter said he didn't really talk a whole lot about it. But one thing is certain is that it was out. It was out of his pocket. And it was in front of him through those moments of Jim's life. That Bible was at his side when he was called on to serve and to save lives, when he was called on to look tragedy right in the face. It wasn't on his pocket or tucked away. It was there in those moments where it was too late for fear and too soon to cry. 
And those moments are remembered as long as this copy of the Bible will endure and those pages are stained red. As I said, I won't claim to guess at what happened in those moments, in those specific moments of Jim's life where he had need to bring this thing out. I suppose what I want to focus on today is why he had it on him to begin with. Why it was a source of comfort and peace in those dark moments of his life. Because it wasn't something that Jim clung to as a lucky rabbit's foot or some sort of superstition. But it's because of the blood on the pages. No, not the physical blood that is on the pages of this Bible. But the blood of Jesus that proverbially stains every page of that book. The blood of Christ that was the heart and core of Jim's favorite verse that, uh, that we read just a few moments ago. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. It's been called the Gospel in a nutshell. The good news, the summary of all Scripture. The message of hope for every person in the world that is doomed to die, and that's everybody. And this is what Jesus so eloquently summarizes here. The promise of God since the fall into sin. The whole plan of salvation in a nutshell. God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish. The promise of Jesus can never be taken away. That promise of Jesus to Jim, to me, to you, to the whole world, can never be taken away. It stands forever. And it flies in the face of everything that we know. Sorrow, pain, aging, disease, loss. We're so accustomed to those things in life, the sorrows of life, that a promise like this, that whoever believes in Me shall not perish but have eternal life, a promise like that seems too good to be true. It flies in the face of the scenes that Jim saw as a medic. It flies in the face of the hospital room or the hospice bed. That whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. It flies in the face of what we're here to do today. When it appears that death has won the day. It's a promise of Jesus that speaks of immortality and infinite glory in the face of all that seems so mortal and so finite that the perfect, eternal, holy Son of God was given. Given. Freely as a gift. A gift to the world. And you don't pay for a gift. You don't buy a gift back. And a gift once freely given can never be taken away. How precious is the gift of God's Son? Jesus' blood as God's eternal Son is of infinite value without beginning or without end. There's a certain value to the blood that was spilled on these pages. But the blood of Christ is eternal. A single drop of it is worth more than all the mountain of sin 
that every human being in this world has ever accrued. So God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. And it's for that reason that even as we sat in the, in the, in the hospice room, as I sat there with, with Marjorie and, and Jim's daughters, yeah, it was sad. It was hard to see. And watch a man who had been so active and so intelligent and so loving and so kind to watch him fall away like that but, or, or, to, or to, to, to physically deteriorate that way in front of our eyes. But there was not fear. There was not doubt as to his eternal destiny because of the blood that stains the pages of this Bible. No, not the physical blood, but the blood of Christ. That's what Jim clung to. And that's why there was no fear. Because we knew where he was going. Because we knew that that promise of Jesus stands for Jim. And it stands for you. And it stands for me. And it would shine out in those moments. As he would sing the words of old familiar hymns. As he would pray the prayer that his Savior taught him. This is what Jesus calls us all to cling to when we face our own mortality, or when we face the difficult seasons of life, the fact that your sins and mine are forgiven, that we are at peace with God, that this promise from the mouth of your Savior is more certain and more sure than the sun coming up tomorrow because God's Son was given so that today that we can be confident even in the face of death, even in the face of sadness, we can have hope even though we stare at the reality of death, because this promise is written in the blood of God's one and only Son. And that truth stains every single page of Scripture. And thus we have the hope that nothing in this world can overshadow. We can stare death in the face and be confident of our resurrection because Jesus' tomb is empty. His sacrifice was sure. There is no place that marks the spot where He lay. And as we sung in that hymn just a few moments ago, we follow where our captain trod. He went through the gates of death and came back out the other side. So will Jim. So will you. So will I. This is the promise of God that stains every page of Scripture, and it's a promise that can never be taken away. It was Jim's, it's yours, and it's mine that because of Jesus, we will not perish, but have eternal life. Amen. That's all there is for today. There isn't any more for this podcast. But if you've enjoyed what you've heard today, you might consider subscribing to the podcast and you will get content four times weekly in your favorite podcast app with no further effort. Additionally, you might consider sharing it with a friend. Each and every podcast has a share link in its description which can be found in the same podcast app you're listening to right now. Let me know if you can't find it, or if you just want to say hello by emailing me at john.kirk at stmarkbemidji.org. Share God's Word and share the light of the world. I also want to take this opportunity to invite you to church with us. Each and every week, we have two church services in Bemidji, Minnesota at 2220 Ann Street on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 1030 a.m. Additionally, 
we have a completely free cup of coffee that comes with a complimentary Bible study at 9.15 a.m. Each and every Bible study is led by a certified and college-educated minister. Or maybe you'll live in Walker, Minnesota. On the second and fourth Monday of every month, we also have church services there at 1100 Minnesota Avenue West at 7 p.m. Come as you are, and I hope to see you soon. If you have more questions or you want more information about our ministry, check out our website at www.stmarkbemidji.org. Have a blessed rest of your day.